And we're rolling. August 2nd, 6.36 a.m., Dallas, Texas. We are talking product over coffee. Today's coffee of choice is exactly what it was yesterday. An overpaid dark roast coffee with nothing in it. You know, in a grande cup. Maybe I shouldn't say grande because that kind of gives it away where it's from. I'll say medium and take a sip. Maybe we should start every product over coffee off with a little I was trying to hope it would be like a little like there we go how about that it's probably a little too aggressive for this morning Mm. just hits the spot you know why I like dark roast dark roast has been roasted longer therefore a lot of the acidity that you get in the light roast oh can you hear that that's my fingers rubbing together as if to say acidity A lot of the acidity that you get in the lighter roasts and those pike plates and the um, just a standard lighter roast or a medium roast isn't there in a dark roast. It's been uh, a little easier on the tummy for those of you that may have tummy probs. Um, Doesn't make you uh, bloat and things like that. At least that's what I've found. That could be complete nonsense. I am not a scientist. But you know, I'm thinking about my day ahead as I take my first sip of coffee. I've only been in the office for... 30 seconds now really looking forward to these things these uh product over coffee chats because this is just fun for me i get to get out my ideas and maybe they help you too so without further ado what am i thinking about i've got quite a few meetings today and coming into this role as director of product one of the biggest challenges i've found is probably what some of you find is keeping folks on the same page and what i mean by that is we have a lot of things we want to do We have a lot of great things we want to do, a lot of things that will change a lot of uh, people's lives for the better in our our company, and it's just a matter of what is the most impactful, you know, and we've got to think about how we want to do this. And what I find is that when I stepped in here, we're having a lot of conversations where we feel certain ways, whether, what doesn't matter, department, right, where we're just product, engineering, sales, marketing, you name it. We all feel a certain way about a certain project, and there was not a real, a real product priority. Ooh, that P, you heard that, I'm sure. The P, but uh, there's not a real product prioritization um, method in place yet. And maybe there is in other avenues, but again, I am not over the entire company. I'm just over my little, my little suite. Um, but what I find is that, just like any relationship you want to have. You need a firm foundation. You need to be able to pour into that foundation so that you can put in the beams, so that you can build on top of something that's solid and won't waver, that you can always come back to and rest your feet on. Didn't know this was going to get heavy this morning, did you? But that piece of that puzzle was missing, or maybe it was just not really exercise, which is a topic for another day. You got to exercise some of this stuff, you got to practice it. And I'll tell you this, folks is that without that foundation, you're going to be struggling to maintain your clarity with stakeholders. You're going to be having engineering teams that are upset, that don't know what to work on next. You're going to have sales that, that doesn't really understand how they can prioritize their own you know, client expectations, You know, like when they're going to have a certain product. And that leads to things like sales going out and saying, oh, yeah, we can build that. And then they come back to you at the product team and they say, oh, yeah, we got to build this for X partner or X customer, 
client, whatever it is to you, and they expect you to build it and they expect a timeline because they don't know what the timeline is or how we prioritize. So what I'm doing right now is I'm laying that foundation. This is something that's on my mind. I'm working across all the teams to really lay out a way that we can have a firm foundation of prioritization, not only for the quarter ahead, note to self, don't ever try to make these changes mid-quarter. It will not work. That roadmap's already been halfway prioritized. Um, So you try to make these changes and let everybody know that, hey, next quarter, Q4, it's August right now. Q4, this is how we're going to be thinking about things to make things a lot easier on everybody. And so you start circulating that, and you come to the conclusion that, okay, you've, you've brought this up with your product team. I've got a few product managers, a few great product managers that roll up to me, and they are sharp. They have been at my company for almost a decade, each of them, which I, most of you may be in startups or trying to figure out life in a, in a startup. That's rare. <laughs> I come from a startup where you know, I was two years old in that startup when I left, and I was a dinosaur. And I knew where all the bodies were buried. And now I'm thinking about, you know, this company where I've got product managers that are, you know, been doing this for 10 years. You know, what can I teach them? But I think, you know, with this product team that, that's trying to grow, they, they want that, they crave that same level of foundational element that, that, I, that we all crave. And so getting back on track here, I got a little distracted by saying how cool this team is, but Long story, bearable, not short, but is that we've got a foundation. We're trying to implement this foundation now for the next quarter of saying a RICE method. And if you don't know what a RICE method is, it is a prioritization framework, hate it or love it, um, but it is one that is the most common uh, in my experience. Um, you know, but we are twisting it. You know, I think one thing that RICE does account for, for those that don't know, RICE stands for Reach, Impact, Confidence, and Effort. And it is that reach, impact, and confidence divided by an effort that gives you a mathematical output that you would then use to rank your respective items, features, projects, you name it. And the concept is the higher priority ones are the ones that are ranked higher. And the the interesting thing about Rice is that a lot of people stick to that a little too rigidly, or they try to, at least in the first. And what I find is that you're going to have things that are lower priority that are going to be trumping things that are higher priority just because they're dependencies, right? Maybe, maybe the, maybe another team can take on something that's a lower priority with a lower, you know, overhead to your team. Um, or you're trying to build a project and uh, a couple pages need to be built, right? That's very rudimentary, but yeah, my, my point is it's not something you have to absolutely stick to in all, all shapes and form, but it should be something that you could at least have a conversation around. So whenever sales comes to you and asks, why aren't we building this instead of that? You can say, well, look at this sheet. Is it more important than the first 15 things on my sheet where your item is? Is that number 16? Is it more important than these? And maybe that's a conversation. Well, yeah, it's more important than three or four of them. Okay, maybe we can all agree on that. And maybe it gets jumped up, but it's not more important than the other 11, right? And that really gives that context to sales. That really gives that context to marketing when they're trying to advertise these things to your, maybe it's product marketing, maybe you don't have a product marketing team, but 
again, another conversation for another day. I'm still figuring this out, guys. I need to come to this thing with notes. This is just me talking with two sips of coffee. Speaking of, we're going to take another one. Note to self for people drinking hot coffee, get a coffee sleeve. You ever order a coffee and they don't give you a coffee sleeve and the coffee's hot? Burn your hands. So that's that's what's on my mind, and I've, I've got a meeting in about two hours where I'm going to present it to the organization as a whole. Um, it's going to be a fun meeting. And what I've done at this point is I've said, hey, my, my boss, my SVP of product, I was like, I've got an idea of how we can prioritize things more effectively because I'm noticing that a lot of people are living in ambiguity. They don't really know what's coming up next. They don't really know how they should think about backlogs and sprint plannings and what outcomes they're looking for, why we're doing this over that. And sales is, you know, getting onto my product team and product team's not happy with the, the sales back and forth and vice versa. There's a, there's a lot to unpack in product. And what I'm finding is it's just more important to circulate this with other teams, like your product team first, then the engineering, then the design team, and make sure everybody's got buy-in on this before you take it to a, um, to a group setting where you're going to present in a forum and such like I'm about to. That way, there's no surprises. So this meeting that I'm about to go to in a couple hours is going to consist of product, engineering, and design. And... Um, it is basically all levels of engineering, so from the EMs, the you know the tech leads, the engineers themselves, the product managers, associate product managers, my boss. It's got design, it's got UX teams involved, um, and maybe a couple of like cross-functional operational folks. And if you notice, whenever you do these things, whenever you give these presentations, like. If you don't circulate it, you're going to have a lot of questions to answer, a lot of blowback, a lot of real time, like, oh, I don't understand why we're doing this. So you take a week, two weeks prior to, and you circulate. You circulate it with everybody. You get their feedback. You tailor it to the next person, and you tailor it, and you tailor it, and tailor it. And finally, you've got this well-rounded machine that you can just present in a group environment or, a, or an all-hands, whatever it is, and no one's surprised. No one's surprised that you're trying to plant this rice framework. No one's surprised that you're trying to change something on a, on a web page, whatever it is. So in my case, and hopefully this will help some of you, is, and I've learned this the hard way, mind you. I've done this not this way, and, did, and it happened <laughs> as bad as you would imagine. Everybody said, why are we doing this? What, why are you blindsiding us? And that was uh, back in the old company days, so... This is a hard lesson learned, and I didn't want to do that again, so I had a great leader that taught me this as well. So you, you come into this meeting, everybody's on the same page. We're going to be talking about RICE framework, what the, op, what the outcome is we want to see with this RICE framework, and how we actually implement it. You know, when it comes down to frameworks and keeping people on the same page, a lot of that is, yeah, this is great on paper, but how do we actually get it out in the wild and use it on a daily basis? And that's, that, that is the challenging part, right? You know, you've got to use that as that source of truth. And I think at a company of this stage where we're still trying to figure out, you know, backlogs and sprint plannings and, 
and, and backlog refinements more so, I should say. And, and then we take that and we actually come to uh, an agreement on what's our backlog. Then we take that and we plan our sprints. Then we take that and we prioritize against that. Then we take that and we maybe do a retrospective if we need to uh, after a, a couple sprints. You know, These are all concepts that may be new to a lot of people. Um, I think in our company we just call them different things and we haven't ever explicitly explicitly said we're an agile team but i think we really are trying there trying to get there and it's really exciting there's a lot going on so this again this is just a forum for me to speak my mind i need to come to it with a topic i think that would be great i mean i'm very conversational in the way that i speak um taking notes from you people so if you have any notes please tell me what else is on my mind have a pen in my hand and a sticky note and you know what's on my sticky note nothing so i'm gonna take another sip of coffee maybe you'll see what comes to my mind on product management that was a terrible sounding sip guys i'm sorry about that mm. i think that's going to be our new intro music is just i can never actually drink coffee making that noise but it's all right I think that might be it for this episode. I think what I need to do next time and is really come to the table with um, some outline notes. And this is me just giving myself real-time feedback. My computer's off. Everything's off. Phone's on do not disturb this time. And my, my real-time feedback to myself would be, Eric, you need to come to the table with an outline of bullets that you want to hit. Maybe don't get too technical. Don't get too in the weeds of it. Bullets you want to hit. So maybe some good insight on what you can do with those bullets and subsequently riff off of that, maybe. I don't know. This is fun for me. Um, again, topic for, I'm just kind of recapping, topic for today was, you know, trying to communicate a new foundation for your business. Um, and specifically with that foundation, it's so that you can prioritize that work effectively. So you keep engineering teams, stakeholders, sales, your boss, everybody else out of your bowl of Cheerios. And you can take that and just have that autonomy and the ability to create things without the director of product or the SVP of product or your boss or whomever it is or your sales teams in your bowl of Cheerios. Um, you just, the last thing you want is for some people to be microing, microing, micromanaging you. And how do you know somebody's a micromanager? They'll tell you they're not. Um, little, little joke of the day. But anyway, I'm, I'm happy with where this thing is going. This is just something for me to do. Um, the first hour maybe is what we'll get to eventually. But right now, what are we at? Maybe five minutes, it seems like. Not a lot of time. But would love any feedback you guys have if you're still listening at this point. Um, anyway, love you guys. Have a good day. Rock and roll. <laughs>